Welcome to the Cash-Based Practice Owners Interview Series, where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, am interviewing different clinicians across the country who practice in a variety of ways, but all outside of being in network with insurance. The world of entrepreneurship and business for healthcare professionals is full of knowledge, creativity, and amazing people just like you who wanted something different. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on Facebook in the Cash-Based Healthcare Entrepreneurs Group or on my website at morganmeese.com. I would love to speak with you. So please join me as I interview our guest today. Today's guest is Dr. Kelly Wisner. Kelly is a doctor of physical therapy who specializes in the evaluation and treatment of pelvic floor conditions. She also has expertise in orthopedic physical therapy and enjoys treating her clients with a holistic approach by examining the four main components of health, stress, sleep, nutrition, and movement. Kelly graduated from Ben Davis High School in Indianapolis in 2006 and attended the University of Indianapolis for her BS in exercise science. She continued her graduate education at UIndy's Cranert School of Physical Therapy and earned her DPT in 2012. Kelly co-founded Flourish Columbus because she is passionate about supporting, teaching, and treating women who are pregnant, postpartum, menopausal, and really any woman at any stage of life. Outside of Flourish, Kelly enjoys spending time with her husband, Andrew, and two kids, AJ and Kate. She also likes to travel to new places, go on hunting trips, sweat and shake at Pier Bar Columbus, and go to Panama City Beach with her family. a very special guest. Um, we're here with Kelly. Um, I'm super excited to hear from her and share with you guys. We've known each other for a couple months now or so, um, and we've talked a little bit, and she is a wealth of knowledge. So <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Kelly. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you and just give you some of my background and knowledge and I'm excited yeah. for having Yay. me. Awesome. Cool. Um, so if you guys can hear us, okay, just go ahead and drop a comment and write, okay, in the comments for me. Um, but yeah, awesome. So let's get right into it, Kelly. So just start us off. Um, you know, we've already talked, so you know, like a lot more about my story, but I don't know much about your background. So tell us a little bit about that and what got you up to this point. Okay, so I am Dr. Kelly Wiesner, and I co-own Flourish Columbus. We are a private physical therapy practice studio that is located in Columbus, Indiana. So that's like halfway between Indianapolis and Louisville. Um, so we're kind of right, right in the middle of Southern Indiana, which is nice. Um, so I have been a physical therapist for eight years. I started my career uh, with a local hospital system, and I worked in patient rehab. I worked acute care um, for the first probably three and a half years. And then my last chunk until now has been in the outpatient world. Mm -hmm. So I worked for a number of years with our hospital-based kind of general outpatient clinic. And then June 1st, 2020, um, my colleague and I opened up Flourish Columbus. So we are a brand new practice, but I feel like 
it's amazing the growth as a therapist, the growth as a business owner, the growth as just a person in general, all of that that's happened in the last three months has been wild. And, you know, it's wild in the world, so I feel like it fits. <laughs> um, but the, really the reason why my colleague Aubrey and I decided to branch out and do our own thing was mm -hmm. we just felt like we weren't able to treat and kind of care for patients the way that we wanted to care, the way that we had mm -hmm. been taught how to care for people. And, you know, just with the rules and regulations and requirements that are, you know, that are a part of an insurance-based model and a hospital system, it's just, it's really hard to provide the care that you want to provide, especially sometimes in the pelvic floor world. So we did a lot of research, did a lot of talking to people, a lot of background work, a lot of prayers, a lot of risk taking, and we decided that we were gonna go for it and open a cash-based model in our city, which we are pretty much the only ones. Um, it's kind of not really a big thing um, in Indiana. Definitely in Indianapolis, there are a lot more cash-based practices, but not, you know, when we're thinking about the coast, um, East Coast, West Coast, that's, you know, there's more out there. But we, we opened to clients June 1st, and it's been great. So it's been a learning experience, but it's been the best thing I've done. I would not have not regret it one single minute. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cool. And like, that's how, that's how I definitely feel about it. I think a lot of us feel that way where like, it's, you know, it's a huge leap, you know, kind of into the unknown, yes. um, which some people's personalities like mesh with a little bit better than others. Um, but it is like, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made to go into business for myself because like just, you know, like the sheer amount of personal development and growth that you go through, yes. like you would never get that experience like in a regular clinic or, you know, like a regular job. And it's cool, you know, like to be able to just like get out there and meet really awesome people, mm -hmm. um, learn amazing things. I feel like it sounds super cheesy, but <laughs> like I see the world like in, you know, like really bright colors, you know, by doing this and every day is new and different. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, so we had started dreaming this dream back in November of 2019. Mm -hmm. And it, we always kind of tossed around the idea of it, especially after I um, went to courses in education on pelvic floor and just saw the benefits of that and how a lot of people practice um, in a cash-based model. So then, you know, I really think it's a COVID, it was a COVID creation that we, because we were in the hospital-based system, both Aubrey and myself, we were kind of redirected and doing other things, you know, aside from we weren't even seeing clients and patients for a long time. So we had time to do a lot of the business stuff. And it just, I think it pushed our timeline a little bit. We were thinking, okay, we'd open up in the fall mm -hmm. 2020, but... Um, we ended up deciding, no, we're just going to do it. And I really think that it's one of the major blessings that has come from COVID is that it pushed us to make that final leap. Because, you know, I'm a very calculated, 
non-risk-taking person. And here yeah. I like, started a business in the middle of a pandemic. So I always, always joke with people that it's kind of crazy, but I, I truly think everything happens for a reason. And the way it all came about was just, it was totally meant to be, which is cheesy and corny. And I don't care because it's working. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely. That's going to be the name of this episode is just like cheese and corn all over the place. I'm, I'm full of that cheese and corn. So, I, I, and you know, it gets, it's just, it's, it's just how it happens. So it's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know, like, I've talked to a lot of therapists who are really worried about, like, starting their own thing because of COVID and everything. And, like, in in my opinion, just based on, like, the people I've talked to and, like, my friends here in Las Vegas and, like, their experience with their jobs during COVID, I mean, like, we, I think we kind of go into this field because it's, like, a safe profession and like there will always be a job and like yes but we've also seen a lot of instances on how like you're you're just another cog in the machine you know and like it really it doesn't matter like as sad as it is but like the cool thing about starting your own business is like you can depend on yourself you know like you're probably not going to fire yourself you know straight away (laughs) yeah Um, yeah a whole nother aspect to it because you know it you you take ownership and you you know it's like okay if i am not out there marketing or treating clients or trying to drum up business like it's it's on you and it's scary and it's intimidating but it's also very empowering to know i did this and i've built this and so you know and i think just patients and clients and people in general are looking to have places that aren't just a million people in a gym doing their exercises. I mean, especially during this time, we've gotten a lot of feedback that people like, you know, coming in, there's maybe one other therapist with a client in there. Usually Mm -hmm. it's me and my client and they appreciate that. And, you know, so it can be done. And it can be done well, especially in the COVID, the COVID times that we live. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's really an important point is just like patients are starting to notice. They're starting to notice like the way that, you know, therapy is kind of going traditionally right now. And like it's not it's not going to thrive in that environment if we put it that way, you know, and so they're going to see about other things. No, and I I think, you know, I feel very fortunate that my whole career has been with our local hospital, which when I was treating with them in our outpatient clinic, we would get 45 minutes to an hour, one-on-one, like, so that in and of itself is kind of a rarity. Mm -hmm. And so I felt so fortunate to have that, and I had fabulous coworkers, but it was just like, even at that, I still felt like there was something missing and that there was like something better Mm -hmm. out there for myself. So, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about places that you see 20 patients a day and, you know, you're just billing, billing, billing. And I don't, you know, I don't have that experience and I can't imagine having that experience, (laughs) Um, but just knowing the, the feeling, you know, of 
burning out or just, you know, resentment or not being able to focus on my patients the way I wanted to, even in the great setting I was in, makes me really appreciate what I'm doing now and realize, mm-hmm. hey, this is this is so much so much better for me, for my clients, for everyone. So Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's like all what you know, all of us are really after is just a a better experience for everybody because it makes everybody happier. So your practice, tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit more about like the services you offer, like different ways you work with people. I see stuff on your Instagram all the time. Tell us about the things that you have going on. Yes. So we, um, Aubrey and myself are both doctors of physical therapy. So that is our main focus first and foremost, because it's what we do. It's what we know. It's what we love. Um, so I treat the gamut, but I also do the pelvic floor side of things. And Aubrey is an excellent orthopedic therapist. She's also done a lot of coursework, um, like with Sarah Duvall and a lot of kind of the women's health, um, type things without going full on into pelvic floor physical therapy. Um, so we have that side of things. And then we also offer personal training. We also offer nutritional coaching. So Aubrey is a certified personal trainer. She's a certified nutritional coach. And then we also have some small, small size fitness classes that we do. So kind of like a blend of yoga, bar, Pilates, cardio, HIIT, um, we, we just really wanted to bridge the gap between like formal physical therapy rehab to mm-hmm. community-based exercise. And there are a lot of fabulous studios in Columbus of like yoga, bar, Pilates, spin, all those great things. And we just felt like for people who want to maybe get into that or they've had a baby and they're not quite sure if they're ready to go back full force, that there was something in between that people felt comfortable doing. And that's kind of why we designed these classes. And I mean, they're so fun to teach. (laughs) It seems like people are really enjoying them because we really welcome everyone of all levels. And and it's nice because we can provide modifications based on our PT knowledge. So it's a little bit of a different spin on your typical like group exercise class. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we have a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which it's is awesome. super cool. And then yeah. did I see too, like a picture of you guys doing like yoga outside? Yeah, so we um, we went to, Aubrey and I went to a yoga class that one of our studios in town hosted at a flower farm. So oh, cool. So fun. It was yeah. like perfect. It was amazing, which, you know, Indiana weather can be a little hit or miss. So it was <laughs> it was so nice. And and we just are really looking to build those relationships with, you know, the yoga studios and the bar studios and other like minded professionals so that we can just support each other and lift each other up. And so that was we were doing that last Friday, which was lovely. <laughs> so that yeah. was really that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, so things are going super, super well, which is amazing. Um, but when you were first getting started, what were like some of the biggest challenges you ran into? 
so um, we, Aubrey and I, wanted to really start our business and cash flow it ourselves. It was very important to us that we did not take out a business loan. So we, I would say just figuring out how much we felt comfortable putting in mm-hmm. and making things work with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, because our space right now, we have um, a private treatment room, a bathroom, and then kind of like we call it our gym, which it's it's not, it's a small gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just getting the business stuff, because we were both just clinicians, you know, and you you live this life as a clinician where you're told what to do. You punch in, you punch out, you do your paperwork. You don't have to think about supplies and cleaning and bills and answering the phones and scheduling and blah, 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 you know, all that stuff that you have to do to run a business. Um, So I think we spent a lot of time researching, planning, um, talking to people who've done it before. Um, We decided to talk to a lawyer about getting everything set up because I mean, there are ways you can do it on your own, but we're like, if we're building this, we don't want to have any loopholes that's going to bite us in the butt yeah. down the road. So we spent a lot of time and effort and just energy researching and finding out, you know, LLC versus corporation and all that like boring non-clinical <laughs> stuff that you have to do. And I don't know. I mean, I think... I don't know what I would say was the hardest because it was just doing it. And I think Mm -hmm. making the decision to do it, like the hardest part for me, and this is going to sound kind of stupid, but telling my husband that I was quitting the hospital. Yeah. To start my business. Like that was the hardest part for me, which is ridiculous. (laughs) But, you know, like we had talked about it and the original plan was we were going to open this up on the side potentially do both because we thought, okay, it's going to be cash-based. It's not a conflict of interest and come to find out the hospital was not okay with that, which really, yeah. In hindsight, I'm glad because it made us do it. Yeah. (laughs) But it was like, you know, once we figured that out, once we decided, okay, we're doing this, Mm -hmm. then having a conversation with him, in order to tell my boss and my director who are fabulous people that Mm -hmm. we were leaving, um, that was probably the hardest thing. Just, you know, you go from a stable money, you know, regular paycheck to uncertainty. Mm -hmm. I will tell you the weight that was lifted off of my shoulders after I had made that decision. I had talked to my husband. I had told my boss, I mean, I just felt a thousand pounds lighter and it, you know, even in the midst of a pandemic, opening a new business, giving up my regular paycheck, like to me, that just solidifies. It was absolutely the right thing to do. Um, And we've made it work. I mean, it's, you know, we've made it work. So it's yeah, probably the hardest part, which is crazy, but. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, that's great. You know, it just, you fit, you figure it out. You know, if you, if you follow your heart and like follow what you really want to do and what brings you joy, you'll figure it out along the way. Um, I know that there are some other people who are kind of struggling with like telling their employers. It's, it's interesting, you know, because there are some employers who are like very, like, absolutely. I love that you're doing this side business. Like, please like take our discharge patients, you know, go for it. And then there are some employers who are really against <laughs> you doing anything on your own. So it's interesting that there's like a spectrum, but like for anybody who's considering doing this and they do need to have that talk with their employer, do you have any advice on that process? Yeah. So Aubrey and I were very transparent from the beginning and we have excellent relationships with our former manager and our director. So we felt very comfortable going to them at you know, we had planned and we were like, okay, we know we want to do this. Mm -hmm. We have a business plan. We know, you know, our target clientele, we know our business model. So we probably over prepared <laughs> to meet with them, but we just had a meeting and said, look, this is where our passion is. This is where our hearts are. We really want to do this. We would love to be able to stay on here. Um, and I think if it was up to our boss and our director, they would have let us. Yeah. Um, but because it, you know, the way things are with the hospital system, they had to check with different compliance officers and all that jazz. And, and it's, um, it just, you know, they came back to us and said, you know, look, it's, it's either you go all in with us or you go all in with your business. And so then we had to make that decision. But I really think being transparent mm -hmm. when you feel like you are ready. So yeah. we did a lot of planning before we got to that point. I mean, we probably went to them in April, mm -hmm. March and April to say, look, we, this is what we want to do. Ideally we do both. We need to know if that's an option. If mm -hmm. not, then we have to, you know, go one way where we're going all in on the business or if, yeah, that's an option. Okay. Then we'll go down that road. So I would say, you know, tr be transparent, be professional, you know, just, but be honest. I mean, it's, if, if people really care about what's best for you and what's best for the clients in your community, they're going to want that regardless of if it's with that company or with your own company. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if things don't go well after a meeting like that, then it's, it's just even more indication that maybe it's, it's time to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Cause like when it comes down to it, you know, there's, there's enough patience for everybody. And so like, it might not line up, you know, with like the policies mm -hmm. of, you know, where you're working right now. But I think that's a good point. Like the, the feeling that you get in the vibes during the meeting are very indicative of, you know, the decision you need to make. I'm a very vibe person. So it's like, if I, you know, I just, I've always had a very strong gut reaction to things yeah. bad or whatever, but I just think that, you know, we know in our heart of hearts what we need to do. Sometimes we just need to talk it out or bounce ideas off of people or have those hard conversations to really bring up and make it apparent to, okay, yeah, 
it's it's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and kind of switching gears a little bit back into the business and where you are right now. Um, number one question that I get from people all the time is where the heck do I find clients? Who's going to pay me? How do I even make this work? Like, how do I even build a caseload? What advice do you have on that? So, uh, we are all over social media mm -hmm. and, you know, offering education on, you know, who we are, what we provide, how you can benefit, um, giving people snippets of value mm -hmm. and creating that relationship with them online. Like people get to know you. If you mm -hmm. are not putting your face out there and your voice and your information and your passion, like why would they come to you? You know, mm -hmm. you you vibe off of people going back to that vibe thing. And so yeah. if somebody stumbles across me on social media and they're like, Hey, I, that is really interesting to me. And I had no idea that, you know, diastasis was a thing after pregnancy. Um, then you, you just get those people involved in your business. I think throwing personal stuff into it as well. You know, people want to mm -hmm. know you. I think, yeah. you know, I connect with people online that I've never met before. Like, you know, it's, it's just the way the world is now. So I think mm -hmm. having a consistent quality presence online, you have to, you have to, especially with COVID. Yeah. Have that. Um, we did an open house a socially distanced open house before we <laughs> opened. So we invited people to come and check out our space and chat with us about what we do. Um, and that was amazing. People came out and, you know, they could get a feel again, get a feel for what our space felt like, what we were like. Um, so that was really helpful. What? Oh, something else I was just seeing. Oh, we're offering free consultations. So, mm -hmm giving people half an hour to meet with us, whether it's in our studio or virtually, um, that has been amazing. Amazing. Cause so many people want to know, okay, what can you do for me? Mm -hmm. How can this benefit me? Why am I going to pay you out of my pocket to do this? What's the benefit of it? Um, and if you get people, I really like to get people in the space because then they, they're like, oh my gosh, okay, this makes sense. I feel comfortable yeah. here. Um, that has been huge for us. We just started that a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, advertising that on our social media. Um, we did a lot of education about cash-based PT and cash-based therapy and and the difference and you know what you what you get with a seventy-five minute eval with a provider one-on-one. Um, so I think it's just being present, being consistent, educating people, answering questions, making yourself available. Um, and it's like, again, cheesy and corny, but if you build it, they will come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just, it's about creating like a lot of opportunities for connection. Yes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of different avenues. And we um, we're doing some collaborations with like like-minded 
community members. So we met with chiropractors. We've met with massage therapists. Um, I've talked to my friends who are, you know, they work at the birthing center. I know some people who work at OBGYN offices. So just using those connections and educating people that are movers and shakers in the community, mm -hmm. um, especially if you know them and saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, just spreading the word, getting your information out there is is key. Yeah, I think that's great. Like you, I, I think that a lot of people when they first start out, I think, you know, like a lot of us did when we first started out, it's hard to go from being like, kind of like this like nice clinician to somebody who like, is a little bit more outgoing, you know, and is willing to reach out to people they don't know to talk yeah. about things. Yeah. Um, it's so key. It's yeah. so key. Um, and I'm glad that you brought up the education on the cash-based stuff. I know that that is a big question as well. So if you don't mind sharing kind of like how you approach that conversation with people who maybe yeah. are like, oh, what, like, what does this mean? And uh, I don't know if I can afford it. Like, do you take insurance? How do you do that? So a lot of people, if they hear cash-based, they think, do you only accept cash? Can I pay yeah. this card? I'm like, yes, like I will accept any form of payment. <laughs> no, but once we, um, so if people are, are asking if we accept insurance, mm -hmm. I will say, no, we do not accept insurance. We are considered out of network for all insurance companies. Um, our system provides a receipt to every client at every visit that has the proper coding on it. So if you would like to submit to your insurance company on your own, that's absolutely fine. I always encourage people to call their insurance company to see, you know, especially if they're asking about mm -hmm. insurance, to see if if they have out of network benefits or what the the process is for submission. And it's so variable that I, I put it on the patient because if they want to submit it, that's their prerogative. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I want to be doing the legwork <laughs> because that's why I'm in the cash-based model. Mm -hmm. um, and then I do a lot of explaining about the value mm -hmm. and how being in a cash-based model, you get to charge what you feel like is appropriate and just comparing and contrasting and, you know, talking and educating a little bit about with insurance and reimbursement and the changes there. That's for people who really are like, need to have that kind of like background information for it to make sense to them. Um, most people really understand the value and they, at that point, they've usually come in for a consult or we've talked and, and it's, and it's like, Hey, I, I know it, my insurance might not cover it, but I like you. I feel comfortable with you. I, I, I want you to help me because they get that mm -hmm. vibe from you of yeah. you're going to do what needs to be done to help them. And because you get that quality one-on-one -on -one time, mm -hmm. you probably don't need to come in two or three times a week for eight weeks. Like you just get better results and people like that. They like to get a good deal. Mm -hmm. They like to get better <laughs> and quicker. So 
usually if you frame it like that, it's, um, it makes sense to people. Yeah. But it, it's hard. It's hard to be a salesperson when you're yeah. not talking to a salesperson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's interesting how that skill set is just like completely missing from our mm -hmm. curriculum. And I think, you know, it's hard for a lot of us as physical therapists because, at least for me, I almost like felt bad, like selling mm -hmm. myself. And yeah. you almost are like, you can almost come off as like apologetic for your price or, yeah. or charging what you charge. And I think when you have to totally change your frame of mind of, look at all this value you get. You get an hour, an hour and a half with me for this amount of money. And there's so much value there and look how beneficial it's going to be. And we're going to address any concerns you have. So you think it, you really have to switch your, your thoughts. And that is hard. I mean, mm -hmm. it's harder for some people than others, but if you come at it from that lens, people will understand and will get that from you. And mm -hmm. there's no need to apologize for charging what you, what you're worth and the value you provide. So I had to learn that lesson. I've gotten better. Yeah, no, it's hard. <laughs> it, is. it is, you know, cause like you, like, it's just something that you like don't see like in the hospital or the clinic or whatever. You're just not involved in that at all. But you know, some patients might end up getting bills that are like several hundred or thousands of dollars for your services. That's an excellent thing. I was just going to say, like, you know what you're paying for up front. You're not getting a bill a month later that's thousands of dollars. And you're like, well, I thought my in you accept my insurance. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, but you haven't met your deductible. So we charge you the full blown rate that's insanity. So I think it's a lot of education and just, you know, I always give patients the option that they're stuck and not sure what to do. I said, you know, I have fabulous colleagues that can take great care of you and they accept your insurance. Mm -hmm. um, so just really leaving it up to them and, and providing yeah. them with all the information is, mm -hmm. is all you can do, you know, and, yeah. and people, yes people will say no people will say no and then six months later they're knocking on your door because they didn't get what they need and sometimes that's a hard lesson for them but yeah yeah so it's just you know about practicing you know for one practicing sales stuff and then just being like really confident in what you have to offer you know i've found that a lot of my interactions that resulted in a sale came from a place of well I know exactly how to help you. I've done this before and I know that this will work for you. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of up to the patient as to whether they yeah. like say, okay, great. You know, I trust you. Um, yes. I trust that you know what you're doing. Or if they say no, it's just, they just like don't see the value or they like didn't connect with you. You know, it's, it's usually right. those two things. Right. And I think we need to be okay as clinicians that we're not right for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And it might not be a good fit for every person that walks in your door and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Or it might be somebody has to find their way back to you and that's okay. Yeah. You want to just 
provide them with the all the information so they can make a choice and a decision for them and and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and just like having like open arms you know no matter when when they come to you i think yeah. is great um so kind of like big picture i guess you know there are a lot of people who are really wanting to do this right now but they just like can't pull the trigger um what is like your biggest piece of advice or like top like two or three biggest piece of advice for somebody who's brand new to starting their own practice starting their own business and they're just like really worried and <laughs> don't know if they can do it or not. So they've already made the decision to start? They're like 98% there, yeah. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Number one. No, so if you have a plan in place and you have done your research and you feel comfortable to the point where you're 98% comfortable, 90% comfortable, 80% comfortable, you need to do it. Um, and this is like, I feel like a totally different person like, <laughs> pre-business owner to now. Like, I just go with the thought that life is so short and to be able to have the freedom and the ability to practice how you want to practice and work with clients how you want to work with them and truly change people's lives you just have to do it and the beautiful thing about being a physical therapist is you can always go back you know mm -hmm. if it doesn't work and you're like well crud this didn't work <laughs> out like you can always go back to something else mm -hmm. you know not if you do it and you fail, it's not like your life is over. And, and that for me was a huge piece of advice that I got. Like you can always do something. Yes, it might not be exactly what you wanna do, but you can always find a way to make it work and make ends meet. And it's not forever. If it doesn't work, you're not a failure. You mm -hmm. tried it and good good job for going out there and trying it and getting what you want. And I think it's just taking that scary leap, but it's also putting, putting trust and confidence in yourself. And once you take that leap, your confidence level goes up and then you get your first client and you're like, okay, like somebody just paid me. I can do this. And then you just build on that. And I think it's just so important to go after what you truly want. And you're going to be a better person, a better therapist, a better partner, a better parent, whatever. You're going to be better because of it, um, because you are allowing yourself to go after what you want. So really just, just doing it, you know, doing the work. <laughs> Don't just go jump off the deep end without anything. But once you get to that point, taking that that big, big step and and, you know, holding yourself accountable and you will do it. You will totally do it. I've got pills, Kelly. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like I just can hardly even put into words like how how amazing and crazy and like, yes, it's a lot of work, but I would have never thought I would have done this a year ago, two mm 
two years ago, like in PT school, like no way I was I going to open my own practice. Like that's insane. But I tell you, like, it's been the best thing, the best thing. And I am a better person. Like I said, a better therapist, a better wife, a better mom because of it. And it's, it's doable. So do it, go do it. Yeah. I'm convinced I'll start my own practice. Go for it. (laughs) And, and another part to it, like yeah. people who are doing it, people who are owning their own business, they're in the cash-based world. We are all, I feel like, so supportive. Yes. And you will find that community and you will find the people that you vibe with on that clinician, therapist, business owner level. And everyone I have come across that is in this practice model is just like so welcoming and supportive and because there aren't a ton of us out there i mean there are people that doing it but it's you know it's a relatively small group and we all just want to be make sure everyone is happy we want to make sure every physical therapist is doing what they love and not getting burned out and and being grumpy because i was grumpy like i was a grumpy starting to be a grumpy gus and like that's not everybody so um, just know that there are people out there that will support you from the PT side and just dive on in the water. Yeah. Side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All you have to do is like reach out and ask for help. And I can almost like guarantee, I think I'm a little bit biased cause I just like love this stuff to pieces, but I can almost guarantee that like anybody you reach out to and ask a question to paragraphs you'll get paragraphs of advice you know like offers to talk and chat and help and all kinds of things 100 percent. and that's how i really got started i asked questions and said hey i'm interested in this and and you know people challenge you and say well what's holding you back and i was like oh what's (laughs) holding me back i don't know i don't have a good answer for that so maybe that's a sign so you know it's 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 out there. Reach out to people. We're here to support and help you along the way. So it's, it's doable. Yay. Awesome. Cool. So last little segment here, self promo time for Kelly. Um, Yes. (laughs) Tell us, you know, like, what are you currently working on? What are you looking for? Um, How can we best support you? Yes. So you can find me on social media in a couple places. So my personal Instagram is at Kelly Wiesner DPT flourishes Instagram and Facebook is at flourish Columbus. So you can find me and flourish on Instagram and Facebook. We're pretty active. And then, so I am really working on getting my like birth prep essentials course together. So I learned a lot about different exercises and positions and all the things about leading up to birth, Mm -hmm. which is so cool. And so I'm developing a course that I can do live with clients or um, they can have an option to do it virtually. So that is my next big adventure other than growing all things flourish. (laughs) So yeah. Awesome. That's great. That sounds super helpful. Um, I wish I had known about it. Like, I mean, and my kids aren't even that old and I'm like, well, what, 
why didn't I know this? I'm a physical <laughs> therapist, but you know, until you, you don't know it, if you don't know it. So yeah. um, my hope is just to educate and support that clientele um, in that fun time of life. So something I'm, I just have a passion and a love for. Yay. I love that. Great. So cool. Definitely feel free to share any links in the group or on this post. If you want to share all your things with us. Um, yeah. And I think that that just about wraps up our time today. Thank you so much for being here, Kelly. Um, thanks for having me. I love talking anything business PT cash based. I'm always down for a chat. So <laughs> Yay, great. Awesome. So all you guys watching here today live and then on the replay, definitely feel free to reach out to either myself or Kelly about any of this stuff. We are both like in it. We love it. So <laughs> please reach out to us for sure. Um, you know, and if you have any other questions about getting started and you're looking for a little bit of handholding, um, definitely let me know um, and I'll help you out. But thanks again so much, Kelly. You're welcome. All right, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I am honored to be a part of this community, and it is my hope that by spreading the stories of clinicians just like you who wanted something more and went after it, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of and that you worked so hard for. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on Facebook in the Cash-Based Healthcare Entrepreneurs Group or on my website at morganmeese.com. I would love to speak with you. And you can also find me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese. So who do you want to hear from next? Or would you like to be featured on this series? Please email me at morgan at I'll talk to you guys soon.